0: Give it me up. Me alive. Keeping me alive, keeping me alive, keeping me alive, Well, it's over me. me and it's keeping me alive. Holy Ghost is keeping me alive, me well, it's all it's over me. me and it's keeping me, keeping me alive. Keeping me alive, keeping me alive, it's all over me yeah. and keeping me alive. Holy Ghost is keeping alive. me alive, well, i got it and I know it, it's keeping me alive. Keepin Keeping me alive. Well, I've got it and I know it. It's keeping me alive. Holy Ghost is keeping me alive. Oh, i got it and I know it. It's keeping me alive. Keeping me alive. Keeping me alive. Well, I've got it and I know it. It's keeping me alive. The Holy Ghost is keeping me alive. Holy Ghost, it's keeping me alive. Oh, I've got it, 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 I've got it. about the holy ghost i can't explain something about the holy ghost i can't explain something about the holy ghost i can't explain something about the holy ghost I, I can't explain but i got it
1: something of that holy ghost you got it just say i got it i believe you i believe you got it hallelujah ha 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 oh yeah The Lord says unto you, Behold, I make all things new. Behold, I make everything new, brand new, like never before. A new thing springs up in your day that you have not seen and have not experienced. Behold, I do a new thing, and I'm doing it in you. bringing up a greater glory gushing forth, cause you got it, you got it, you got it, something about that Holy Ghost, I can't explain, something about that Holy Ghost, I can't explain, something about that Holy Ghost, I can't explain, explain, but you got it, you got it big time. So we're gonna be teaching on demons tonight. <laughs>
0: hey.
1: <laughs> Yay! hey, <laughs> hey, man. hey, man. hey man. Chronicles 11.13. The priests and the Levites from all over Israel they came and they made themselves available. The Levites left their pastures and their properties and moved to Judah and Jerusalem because Jeroboam and his sons had dismissed them from the priesthood of God and replaced them with his own priests to preside over the worship centers at which he had installed goat and calf demon idols. Let's just say goat and calf demon idols. Oh, hallelujah. It's gonna die tonight, the goat the demon idols hallelujah everyone from all the tribes of israel who determined to seek the god of israel migrated with the priests and levites to jerusalem to worship there do you know what Jerusalem is today? Yeah. All the believer spirits in the world combined, releasing the living water. Your spirits filled with the Holy Ghost out of your innermost being with full rivers, and all the rivers of all your believing spirits is the New Jerusalem. The New Jerusalem comes down as a scroll. And the New Jerusalem, Revelation says, is the Bride of Christ. The Bride of Christ is the believer's spirit that releases the water. Lord of the living waters. The spirit and the bride say, come and think. Come and memorize scripture. Come and get puffed up in knowledge. Come and be more holy than thou. Come and get religion. Come and learn strange fire. <laughs> oh. And we're into advanced mysticism, Jezebel's deep secrets. But it's only for the gifted elite. That's right. The the common laity doesn't get it. Only the special clergy. Because we're into the Nicolaitan demon. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Listen, I got a verse for it. It is in Psalms 2:4. The Lord enthroned in heaven mocks and makes fun of his enemies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah it's Elijah on Mount Carmel every day. What did Elijah do in Mount Carmel? Where's your God? Maybe he's going to the bathroom. Where's your God? Maybe he went on a long vacation. (laughs) Maybe he's sleeping, Elijah said. (laughs) And so the goat calf and the demon idols are getting torn down and the priesthood is being restored to your center which is your spirit in your stomach and you're gonna learn how to serve God in the living waters which is the New Jerusalem a holy nation a royal priesthood who's in spirit who can say to people called pure evangelism come and drink the waters outflowing from my spirit Is your spirit your innermost being?
2: Yes. No. No.
1: No, it's it's on the outside of my forehead. It's my outermost being.
2: Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> when I got saved, it was my innermost being. But since I stay saved and I grew in salvation. How many of y'all know really you gotta grow in salvation? Yeah, that's true. You don't grow in fire insurance. You grow you grow in the living water. You grow in He makes his ministers Flames of Yahweh. You grow in the flow of the glory.
2: Glory.
1: (laughs) You grow in the knowledge of the living water. Hallelujah. There is living water for you. Let it pass on through. So a lot of people are dealing with stuff in the flesh like it's a big deal. (laughs) (laughs) Like we need to announce the secret garden to the realm of the dead. Like we need to announce the kingdom within to those outside the city gates. How many of y'all know that evangelism is the outflowing of the water from your spirit. That's evangelism. (laughs) True evangelism is being able to give people a drink of the kingdom's water, the substance of your faith, which is like a bar. (laughs) A literal intoxicating substance that will super energize their spirit. When you're flowing in the river, you got more than enough energy all the time to meet every need. This is divine energy. The word for energy is might. Yes. This is victorious energy in battle. The living water is energy that never runs out. It's a messhead's dream come true.
2: Yeah.
1: It's like the best upper with no side effects. And people have got a problem with that. You got a problem with how heaven feels. I don't like those descriptions. Well, the Bible considers the wine, consider the new wine, compared the Holy Ghost to drugs, Jesus Christ in the Bible. Alcohol is the worst killer and drug on the face of the earth. And the Bible compares the experience of the Holy Spirit. To alcohol, to drugs, which means you're going to have to get used to it and grow in it if you want to actually grow in heaven. Now, if you grow in religion, you don't have to. Satan's got a temptation for you. Satan's got an offer for you. Don't take it. It'll kill you. Drink the living water. You'll come alive. Everyone that keeps drinking grows in life. There is more life than there is strife. (laughs) And I tell you the truth, living water is the answer for everything. (laughs) Living water is the answer to heal your heart, to heal your mind, it'll turn it clear all the time. You know water, you know why people don't drink it? Because it turns your soul clear, they'd rather focus on themselves. And feel bad and self-pity and shame and let the demon beat him up. You know, it, it melts down prison bars. You don't have to have prison bars. The gospel's water that turns the bars clear. It's a choice to be healed. The only bravery and courage you need is to come out of the soul and drown the soul. The only problem Revelation says is that the soul is not baptized in living water. Once it goes down, that seven-headed beast called the bride of Christ's soul, the believer's soul, once it goes down into the spiritual stomach and is baptized in the living water, all your problems are over. You don't have problems. You have water. The only issue is, will you dunk them? and keep them dunked. Or are you gonna let them surface? and you're gonna sit there pester and talk about them, magnify them? It's like growing a maggot farm. When you're dealing with the dry place and it's always someone else's fault you know when you're in the dry place because that's how the fallen angels feel. The fallen angels blame everyone else and never take responsibility for anything they've ever done. Until we're baptized, the soul in the dry place is only like the fallen angels. And the only way to be like Jesus is to go down in the water. The spirit and the bride say, come and drink what? Jesus. Come and drink Jesus. The great shepherd shall lead them what? to the springs of the waters of life. Jesus leads you to Jesus. Amen. Oh, write that one down. Oh, mind-boggling revelations tonight. Jesus is going to lead you to his living waters of Jesus. And it's going to put Jesus all throughout your heart and mind. You're going to have so much Jesus in you that you're happy. You have so much Jesus in you that you can't see anything else. You drink until your very thought life is so purified that all you can see inside your eyeballs is Jesus. You know, the pure in heart, see God. You know what purity is? The living water. The only courage you need is to drink it and go clear in your brain. You can defeat your spiritual enemies because he's given you unlimited living water. But if you try to do it another way, you'll, you'll be defeated. Yeah. Your enemies will win. Every time. The days of Noah, the defeat of the spiritual wickedness on this planet, Jesus Christ said, would be defeated by one substance. There's not even another substance named in the New Testament that will defeat Satan. It is the water only gospel. You need the water only gospel. You've heard of King James only. You need living water only. And if you need anything else, just repent. Repent and be baptized in living water. You've been baptized in natural water, which is symbolic. Now be baptized in living water, which is the glory of Jesus Christ and you stay baptized until the baptism so purifies your flesh that your flesh goes clear. Can the flesh be clear? Yeah, it can be clear. Clear flesh means no demonic influence, no demon idols, no goat. What's goat? Pride, no calf. What's calf? Lust. Goat and calf demon idols are the spiritual evil That lives in believers flesh the ranged attacks of the enemy look at the Corinthian church all of them baptized in the Holy Ghost all of them speaking in tongues biggest mess on the whole planet that's why people that come out of the Catholic Church they're like there's more drama and mess in the charismatic Church than there is in the Catholic Church and it's true because you get into the Holy Ghost and it's like childbirth it's a mess everything gets tested all the spirits come and try to shut you down spiritual warfare goes haywire a new creature is fighting an old creature if you're an old creature religion not much warfare there there's not two cities at war you're just at peace in one city until you get around the holy ghost and the holy ghost wages war and starts beating up every little detail in your life from the devil because he's a jealous consuming fire he's not going to share that body with another he's a jealous lover of our soul he will not live in that body with demons he will attack them he will slander them he will punch them in the teeth. He'll rip their horns out. He'll disembowel them. Look at Herod. Look at Herod. The Holy Ghost disemboweled a king, a man, a demon with skinna. Spilled his guts out of Jerusalem. Holy Ghost is jealous, and Holy Ghost is a killer. He's a jealous lover, and he's perfect. His judgments are perfect, and we want his judgments towards our sin. The issue is the people that shut down the works of the Holy Spirit, listen, those are the ones that say no to the water. Those are the ones that say yes to Egypt, but they still say they believe in Jesus. you got to go deeper in the Holy Ghost. You've known the Holy Ghost. You're going to know Him a lot more. In the days ahead, you will know the Holy Spirit as the Lord of Spirits and the Lord of the living waters. The living waters are a person. You can't even get into God without drinking the living water. Your brain ain't into God unless you're washing it. Now your spirit might be, and your brain might be convinced that your spirit saved, but has your brain gone clear? That's the transfiguration by the renewing of the mind that we're going after. To get the brain as saved as the spirit. And that's everything after you're born again the whole purpose of life the whole meaning of life not to make money not to have kids not to raise a family nope the whole meaning and purpose of life is to get your brain clear to please and obey the holy ghost which might have kids might have work and businesses i'm sure all that other stuff in the realm of the natural will get washed If you keep the Holy Ghost your first love, your whole life goes into divine order. But if the living water is not first love, the spring is not keeping you washed, and dust and dirt is settling in the well, and the soul goes dry, and the demonic influence becomes Snake City. Snake City is a real place. It's called Egypt of the dry place of the soul, the serpent in the garden was given what dust. Dust. dust dry place if you keep it watered and washed the serpents go down and down there are water moccasins there are water spirits they'll hold on if you're not serious they'll cling on if you start to get into the glory but areas of your life are not refined they'll still cling on to you this is serious stuff Some of them don't detach until your commitment is proven to the invisible realm to be rock solid loyal to the holy ghost in your thought life that's why you got to pass your test even jesus was tested by all the satans he was tested by all the demons and he passed his test the issue is can we cling to jesus as living water and pass all those tests and temptations that the satans are tempting us in the serpents serpents tempt us with dry souls for external goat and calf fallen angel realities which is delusion because it's not real because it's not in heaven which means it's only for a vapor of time you live in a bubble of delusion if you say yes to the dust of the earth if your soul goes dry and you don't let it get washed in the water of the word and come into a greater agreement every day being led by the spirit of truth whole realms of your soul die and it carries on into your body but if your whole soul goes into the water and stays washed your body is fully energized as your spirit with immortal invincible life and you'll see shadows come right out of your bones and marrow You see spirits of witchcraft and spirits of sorcery come right out of your flesh. You'll watch them fly out of you. You'll see shadows as your spirit gets eyes, because when your spirit eyes, the eyes of your heart get illuminated, you begin to see everything. The path of the Lord, that light is vision, a lot of people don't want to see because it's scary reality terrifies them they'd rather just keep their heads in sand covered by serpents you don't have that option you don't have that option as a follower of jesus christ you've surrendered your body to living water to become a temple he's gonna follow through in you author and finisher of water you began in the water john 3 born of the spirit and water how high has the water levels gotten inside your bodies i didn't even know there was a living water john 7:38. out of your belly will flow rivers of living water if you believe the good news If you get distracted by some kind of other gospel out there that's not about the increase of the living water, not about the increase of heaven's salvation and the waters of life and the waters of light and the voice of many waters, guess what happens? None of your Christianity is about your spirit. It's only about the soul. That's why you have all these options out there like I don't have to get into the radical stuff. I don't have to get into the glory. I don't have to give my soul and get it baptized. Well, you're a member of the Whore of Babylon. You're still riding a seven headed beast. If you're in control and the water's not, you don't know the Lord at all. It's time to bring the beast down, and the beast is your brains. I'm bringing mine down. You bring yours down, we bring it down together. We will bring the seven-headed beast and that rider, which is Christianity's soul realm it's the believer's soul realm that goes down into the water. The end of spiritual wickedness in this universe is placed upon the shoulders of the believers.
2: Yes.
1: It's not anyone else's responsibility to take care of this planet, except Christians born again, filled and flooded with the Holy Ghost. Which means your government, house moms are government retired grandmothers are government. It doesn't matter your age, your race, your creed, your color. None of that matters. What matters is that your spirit is a new creature and your spirit is releasing the government of living water. Your spirit is sovereign as the Lord. And realizing the glory is your brain seeing the sovereignty of your spirit Woo! the sovereignty of you shining on through Worthy. getting out of the religion Worthy. there's religion everywhere in charismania charismania religion is the worst kind because it's spiritual religion spiritual religion is the highest-ranking demons in hell That's why a lot of people are afraid to get into all the really supernatural stuff. Because it's like getting closer and closer to the front lines of the battle. It's easier just back here without the mess of good spirituality or bad spirituality. Radical darkness and radical light. And it is fierce. It is ferocious. And you do see casualties all the time. So your safety isn't even promised. Uh-huh. I mean, look at Paul. Hey. He, he was stoned to death like eight times. <laughs> oh, where was, where's God, my protector? Well, he yeah. kept him alive. Yeah. And covered in bruises. Mm-hmm. Amen. People are like, am I going to be safe? you probably get beat up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Let's see how fast you're going to run. Worthy. Sometimes you're just hanging on for dear life on driftwood. Yeah. The Bible says afloat at the open sea.
0: Yeah.
1: That's my kind of Christianity.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I like just floating around on driftwood. <laughs> See where the wind's gonna take me? Yeah. It is fun to be out of control. Yeah. yeah. It is fun to be in the water. Hey, man. I wouldn't trade the water life for anything predictable.
2: Hey, man.
1: <laughs> you seen the movie? Aquatic life. About Jacques Cousteau. Man, that's a good
2: movie.
1: Shabbat. <laughs> It is an aquatic life. Whoa, Chaba
2: Psalms
1: (laughs) one hundred and six, verse thirty four. I had a wild day today. Check this out. I got an eyelash in my eye after I was just raging in spiritual warfare against the demons because it was like everyone and their grandma was throwing dirt on me and dust on me, getting attacked by people manifesting on all sides. And I'm just, you know, I don't take it, so I I rage back. And after I just destroyed, in intercession, all this crazy crap coming against me today, an eyelash came in my eye, and I'm like, ah, But, But it was good. You know, you know, some of that grouchy, grumpy stuff is God.
2: Oh
1: yeah, yeah. You know, it's not always just little blissful, peaceful, pansy place. Sometimes it's raging, roaring, lion. I'm gonna tear your freaking head off. Yeah. Stick my arm down your neck and pull your heart out and eat it. Yeah. <laughs> Spiritually speaking, of course.
2: Yeah.
1: Right yeah. So I mean we're just raging today. Finally. <laughs> I go to the bathroom, take the contact out to Pull the eyelash out of my eye, gonna put my contact back in. The biggest gold flake I've ever seen in my life. It was a big sucker. I shared it with the leadership group. Right under the same eye, I was like, oh, God confirms my rage. Yeah. Signs and wonders testifying. I'm in right standing with God right now, roaring at these enemy demons and their dirt and dust. Yeah. It was awesome. We, you know, paid off this house this month of July, it's a huge thing. It's been like 12 years of paying off for the remodel, for all the money we had to borrow to get this place up to code, to open it up, because it was totally condemned, all 36 windows, all boarded up, all the copper gutted in the basement from homeless people breaking in, stole all the plumbing out of it. It was just a total mess. So we had to borrow some money to fix this place up to pass inspection. So this month, finally, we paid it all off, all right? So I'm transferring the insurance from my stepdad to me and as I'm doing this insurance work, and it says insurance all over the place, randomly on Cobuzz, a song started playing called Insurance. And it just kept saying over and over again, assurance, 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 assurance. Right, it was all, it just started wigging out. I can't believe the timing. Man, it's like just living in the Kairos now moment yes. where everything is perfectly synchronized in the spirit with continuous manifest. Signs and wonders, and it was like that all day today. It was wild, even in the confrontation of all the stuff of demons and animals and their dirt and dust. And you know, you deal with immaturity, but it's fun in the priesthood. (laughs) Love deals with everything, (laughs) love doesn't shrink back and say, Oh, I'm in love. Love goes into the mess (laughs) and just loves until it's cleared up and cleaned up, which is the release of water. The living water is God, the living water is love and there's no other love on this planet except liquid love the river of life which means if you're not a drinker you don't know what love is yet and that's why you're a mental basket case because all sin listen up uh, all sin is a misunderstanding of love because God is love And in God there is no sin. It is written. So all falling short of the living water is a misunderstanding or a lack of revelation of love. And so the Lord's releasing spirit kisses. You know, you can roar, but when you're dealing with such immaturity, which is 99% of the leaders of the body of Christ and everyone that they're leading, it's just everyone in diaper hood on the planet practically. It's true, and it's the truth anyhow, we're saying it in love, but it's true. When you deal with that stuff, you have to constantly reassure them because they don't have spiritual consciousness yet, they don't have a foundation of Mount Zionist love developed in their belly. Their spirit's not strong enough yet, they're just still at the bottle. You have to cover their heads with love as you're training them. Otherwise they get stiff and rigid. Like I'm not doing enough and I'm not good enough because it becomes about self nature because they don't have enough revelation of divine love to sustain the discipleship. So you have to have the spirit kissing them, release the spirit kisses not human kisses not arrows kisses not phileo kisses the kisses of the holy ghost your father oh, yeah. your father is going to kiss your head in the holiest kiss and it's going to deliver you from the devil the bible calls it song of solomon kiss me with your spirit kisses divine Some of you never had a spirit kiss divine, so you don't even have a grid what it's like. And that's why there's a corruption and a perversion of love in your soul. You have to let God love on you in order to be trained in the living water. To go deeper in the water requires many more depths of revelation of divine love. You can't get them to go deeper because they're not sound in love. You can't get them to have more wisdom and say and do the right thing because they're not love. They're not marinated and baptized in love. Only in the foundation of the marination of love can you ever begin walking and practicing righteousness, which is the greatest maturity of those who communicate wisdom, which is the new creature creature that's speaking when the new creature talks it's the prayers of a righteous man that are powerful and effective and avail much the new creature is learning how to talk but if it doesn't feel loved it shrinks back down inside the stomach cavity right down there that's where your spirit is (laughs) love and there there is power in the word of God and so how confident you are in divine agape love the spirit kiss divine kiss me with the kisses of your mouth lord for your kisses are better than wine that realm of holy union with jesus christ is what gives your spirit confidence to come up out of the flesh through your heart and brain and come right out your eyes and come right out your forehead your spirit manifesting is the manifestation of the sons of god because the spirit part of you is the sonship part of you and if it's buried under soul Most of you haven't even experienced your spirit, and your spirit is not your identity yet because you have love issues. How do we fix them? Learn how to drink, get marinated. First of all, you gotta be brave and courageous. Cowards will never get it in 100 million years. The Bible says the wicked will never understand. Which means if you're not willing to learn, just forget about it. If you're not teachable, which is coming to God with humility, the disciples had to learn from Jesus. No one's standing up and saying, well, I know more than you. I'm healthier than you. I have more love than you, Jesus. Nowadays, there's all that strife and competition. Back then, you know, the ones that were getting training, the only way they were trained is that they were teachable. (laughs) Clay in the potter's hands determines how far you can go in God. If you stay like a little kid, like you're in kindergarten, like I know nothing every day, you can learn the deepest secrets of God's heart. You can become a Lord of Spirits! (laughs) You can become a Lord of Glory, Lord of Lords of those who know the Lord that well in the water. He is the Lord of Lords. I believe the Lordship is the depths of the prophetic and kingship is the depths of the apostolic. And the Bible says the only ones that understand the end times are the prophets and apostles in the book of Revelation. The ones that are learning what the living water is and actually yielding to it. Everyone else is just under judgment in the chaos and the confusion of the fallen angels because they don't go into the water. They don't go into the kingdom. The only ones in the kingdom are the ones that go into the water and drown their souls, which is get over themselves <laughs> and get into God. God's only here is water. Yeah. You'll find him in the living water. Days of Noah, his coming is the coming of the Water, Hosea said, Behold the Lord comes as the rain. God comes as water. The Holy Ghost is fully God and He is here to be drunk and drinked. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. And the more you drink and drunk, the more you drive and thrive. Going off road, which is pioneering. End up in the ditch. <laughs> But it becomes an aqueduct really quick. Amen. Flood the highways and byways. We're going off road. See, there isn't a path that won't be drawn. You know what making straight the way the Lord is? Flooding the earth, it's the waterway. The only ones that are preparing for the Lord's coming are the ones that are releasing out of their belly rivers. No one else is even relevant. They're all talkers. It's like the false prophetic everywhere. It's like just religion everywhere. It's like the days of his first coming. 200 people saying that they're the Messiah. Jesus, the most common name in Israel. Every single kid in every house was named Jesus. The devil did it that way. So that it'd be just so common, everyone says they're this, everyone has the same name, that then no one would follow the real Messiah. But the real Messiah was outside the church in the river. It was a completely different system, so that anyone that was thirsty could come to him and drink and get delivered from synagogue (laughs) to change from religion to a baptism of heaven and live in the glory and become the very temple. Crucify this temple and I'll rebuild it in three days. You know, we're so eager to build building systems and large ministries, you need to develop this temple. That's the only thing the Holy Ghost is interested in. And if you're doing anything else, you're leading them astray. This is the only temple in the New Covenant. That's what the New Testament says. And if there isn't a constant flooding of it, we're not doing God's will. God's will is that this body become a temple of living water.
2: What?
1: That is number one priority. Get baptized and then learn to baptize others. <laughs> Flow in the waters. And if you get into your head, just have a drink. You get delivered by drinking. You get purified and sanctified by drinking. Drinking will never go away. Eventually, it'll become so popular and so understood through experience that it becomes a feast. You know what the Feast of the Lamb is? Those that have learned to eat and drink the invisible God. Feasting is learning how to eat and consume as food and drink God himself. Eat my flesh, drink my blood, or you cannot be my disciple. So anyone that doesn't eat and drink cannot be a disciple, which cannot represent God, his kingdom, his word, his teachings, or any part of Christianity. That's what it says. You have to be a feaster, and then in the feasting, get out of control. Get out of your head, otherwise you're dead. Yeah. This is what he said. The mind controlled by the Spirit is at peace with God. The mind underwater is magnifying the kingdom of His glory. The mind in the dry place is lying continuously. What's the beast? Giving a mouth, uttering blasphemies. It's the human brain, all Christians only, all Christians' brains that are not controlled by the river.
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) Most important thing, every single one of you, get your brains controlled by the river. Otherwise, everything you're doing is a lie. Your business is a lie, your family's a lie, your parenting's a lie. It's all worthless temporal garbage until your brain is controlled by the water. It's life and death. I would be lying to you to tell you otherwise. If the brain is not controlled by the spirit, your brain is controlled by the devil automatically. All your thoughts, all your actions, will oppose the Holy Spirit. They'll oppose the water. Eventually, the water will win, like the days of Noah. First came the Word. How many years? 600 years. Noah preached for 600 years the Word. The Word comes forth. That's why we preach every day. The Word about the water brings the water. He had to preach for hundreds and hundreds of years before it materialized. He had to saturate creation. The heavens, the earth, and under the earth. Everyone had heard His words and disagreed and hated Him for it. Mocked Him. But that was part of the judgment process of bringing the floods. When you are an inspired prophetic voice of the living water within, You will speak from the water as the voice of many waters in this world. We are Jesus, which means an oracle of his throne, proclaiming that the water is coming. And people will say, where is this water he spoke of from the beginning? Why isn't it here yet? I've already had the water. Listen, not like this. No, you haven't. This water is going to completely shift Civilization. It'll destroy celebrityhood. It'll destroy the rich. It'll destroy the deep state and the Luciferian Illuminati. It'll destroy the Herod spirit in politics. It'll destroy the expression of Christianity from the dry place of the soul. That's absolute blasphemy. And the liquid glory of the Garden of Eden will be restored to Earth. You know the floods return Eden to earth. Now you have Eden on the inside. That's why we talk so boldly. Because we're speaking out of the garden, our secret garden on the inside. We're not interested in the giving and taking of marriage, which is the satanic activity on the outside, because we're already in the marriage of the living waters on the inside. The marriage supper of the Lamb. You have to be bewitched to get into the external idolatry of human marriage.
2: <laughs>
1: Doesn't mean you're not married in the spirit. You're going to need some wisdom to understand this. Yeah. A lot of people say I don't get it, no, I don't no, I don't get married. <laughs> Listen, marriage to the heavenly glory of the lamb celebrating in Eden which will glorify you to be living in heaven. See, your marriage is garbage apart from the marriage of the lamb. Yeah. yeah. Yep. In the Lamb, everything thrives. Your relationships will be heavenly and angelic. Holy. But giving and taking in marriage is prioritizing the human relationships apart from the divine relationship. Yeah, that's a good word. Idolatry. It's external celebration, it. even religious celebration. Get it. Idolatry everywhere. And Holy. all the all of man's teaching, man's preaching, man's ability, man's thinking, man's christianity all of that is giving and taking of marriage but the marriage of the lamb is the exact opposite giving and taking of marriage (laughs) jesus christ in the red letters would be the soul's activity as the days of the living waters from the manifest suns. There will be a priority of spirit that'll be hogwash to those who prioritize soul. There'll be two different forms and two different camps amongst believers. Jesus Christ preached sheep, goat, wheat, tear, wise, foolish, all amongst Christians, all amongst believers. This is soulish, giving and taking a marriage, which is the majority of the Christian garbage you've seen in your lifetime. Yeah. But the real spirit will be the marriage supper of the Lamb, a celebration in heaven in your spiritual stomach where you begin to drink and celebrate in the third heaven, which is the kingdom within you, Luke seventeen twenty-one. That is taking place in a remnant. But the majority of people that are soulish Lay your hands on your heart. Soulish here and not spiritual here. If they haven't gone down into their spirit, they're not yet partaking of the marriage supper of the Lamb. Their Christianity is still giving and taking in marriage because it's soulish. Two different celebrations, both believers. Two different expressions of faith, one from the soul that is entirely diabolical, entirely satanic, but has the greatest appearance of good of all time. That's the climax of the ages. That's the maturity of the times. It's not the obvious satanic occult darkness. Here comes Dracula. It's gonna be perfect Christian soulishness in the heart realm. And it will even look like fruit, it won't be fruit though. One thing they hate is the drunkenness. Getting out of control on the wine and the oil and the the water. Getting drunk on the wine. (laughs) Because what that does is destroy the soul's control. The old wineskin, which is the kingdom of the fallen angels, still using the New Covenant expression of the New Covenant words of the New Testament. But it's still in man's heart and man's mind, which is soulish, which is how the fallen angels are still ruling this planet with so much Christianity everywhere. When the covenant people go lower and drown their souls, Revelation 17 and 18, all fallen angel influence in all nations goes to zero, which is never-ending revival. That hasn't happened yet. That's what we are pioneering right now. That's your mission. That's your assignment, to be a pioneer of the annihilation of your own heart and brain into your spiritual stomach that you baptize yourself. You sanctify yourself. You choose white linen. You choose spirit. You reject soul. You reject your lying feelings and emotions. <laughs> if my heart condemns me, God is greater than my heart. Hey, yeah. Which is spirit greater than soul. Yes. The heart is a liar. The heart is wicked beyond the brain's ability to comprehend. Beyond knowing. Jeremiah, it is written. Which means until this thing, the deceiving feelings, the feelings of your heart will prioritize self-protection and they'll come up with demonic interpretations of scripture so that the heart doesn't have to go down into the water which is die with jesus these are the waters of life to those who have died to self but they're the waters of death who are self-preserving self-preservation is the antichrist and the Horror of babylon The prophetic and apostolic witness in your day takes self-preservation, false Christianity, heart and brain abomination down into the waters and drowns it. Then the expression of Christianity will be restored to the apostolic and prophetic witness of the living waters, which man has never controlled. Holy Spirit has never let any man or woman control him. Those that try to control him, he just leaves, he flies away. And you just get a demon instead, a witchcraft spirit. Yeah. But we are drowning witchcraft. There is the people that volunteer. They will learn the ways of New Jerusalem, the water city. You're worthy. The gates are pearls because it's underwater. The New Jerusalem is a city of people fully baptized in spirit. Woo. Your spirit is conquering your soul and you choose how much it does every day. See, we have to make available a greater water and just reveal it to saints. There's more. The stuff in the control of the mind and the heart, that's what you're at war against. It's the dry place. The answer is not fixing the soul. The answer is annihilating it. And often the response that we deal with so often when people are not used to the water is, am I going to be okay? No, you're not going to be okay. You're going to die. Yeah. It is appointed to man to die once and then the judgment. This water is to kill you. It's not to so comfort the soul, coddle the goat, coddle the calf. People so want to be coddled because the animal is sick and demented, has a perverted view of God. It came from the fallen angels, because the fallen angels are spoiled, rotten, vain, and all they do is live for their own comfort at the expense of others. That's not how God lives. God gave his son a cross. You take that animal down in the death, free death. Here's what your spirit, soul, and mind get from God. The death of Jesus in your spirit, the death yeah. of Jesus in your heart, yeah. and the death of Jesus in your brain. Worthy. You will die the deaths, otherwise you will not live with him in glory. Worthy. No one finds life unless they lose it. No one can be a disciple unless they pick up their cross and follow me. The only issue we have is a lack of the baptism of death yeah. Philippians chapter 3 we need to pray for the baptism, of death. the baptism of death there is a baptism where you no longer exist so you can't be hurt or wounded because you're dead you could take a knife and stab a dead person 150 times he's not even going to complain about it I mean I'm talking about really dead There is a death in Jesus where the only thing alive in you, no longer the goat, the demon idol, pride, self-consciousness, self-preservation, self-promotion, the only thing alive in you legally as a Christian is the Holy Ghost. If you have any other right than the Spirit of God in that body, you have a contract with the demon that needs to be broken. We come into contracts with the realm of the dead after we're born again. Most do. You have to burn your contracts. You have to burn those scrolls that you've said yes to when a demon came to you. that gained entrance to a dry place relationship that's called self-preservation. That's what restricts you going down into a greater death of the baptism, which is a greater amount of living water. You and your contracts with the external realm of the dead is what's keeping you from going deeper in the spirit. It ain't anyone else's fault but yours. Ooh, yeah, oh come on, yes. yes. Amen. <laughs> Me too. I like this yeah. kind of preaching. Yeah, come on. Because it. it will bear <laughs> forth fruit it's in a greater glory. <laughs> no deception. <laughs> We assume responsibility for our souls in the Holy Ghost, in front of all the angels, good, bad, and ugly, and we get real. The gospel is a baptism, baptism of water, and say, okay, we're into God now. Every fallen angel skeptical, they don't think, (laughs) because most Christians don't go very deep in God. You know, whoopty-frickin-do, you're baptized, that's what the demon says. Let's see if you can even make it 10 days. Well, we make it 10 days and we get baptized in the spirit. And they're like, okay, all right. Now you're into the Holy Ghost, a down payment. I bet you can't go any further. And you, then you go into the baptism of fire, which has become a priest of the new covenant without the baptism of fire, zero priesthood, zero possibility for ministry. I make my ministers flames of fire. Without the baptism of fire, you have no ministry. Progressive baptisms. Hebrews chapter 6, moving beyond elementary things, elementary things, baptisms, laying on of hands into training in righteousness, which is how to use these waters to rule this world over angels. How to judge angels. How to be angelic and judge the angelic. How to live in the invisible realm and rule the visible realm using the law of liberty and the law of love, which is the power of the living waters. The days of Noah reality of how in a temple, in an ark, you can release water and rainbow, government of God, over all flesh. You're gonna destroy this world but not physically, spiritually, which is a total remodeling and cleansing of it at an elemental level, deeper than the physical. You're working inside the elements. That's how gold dust materializes. That's how signs and wonders happen. That's how miracles are performed. It's the supernatural superiority over the natural. And you just live in that realm as a spirit all the time all the time that's when your spirit is separated from your soul and you begin to rule your own soul which is actual self-control a fruit of the spirit which is your spirit controlling yourself your soul which is keeping that lying demon baptized you're not speaking brain we don't We don't allow the beast to talk in this church, which Paul says, I forbid the soul to speak in my churches because woman is the prophetic term for soul. I'm not listening to the beast at church. I'm listening to the spirit of God, the oracle of God, the word of God speaks and it brings forth water. It'll bring forth a baptism and an encounter in the spirit of god and the angels live in the water because the water is the kingdom realm amen the kingdom of god has never advanced except through water go and disciple all nations then what baptize Baptize, water them in the name, the nature of the Father, which is glory, the nature of the Son, which is glory, and the nature of the Holy Spirit. Glory, glory, and glory. The coming of the Lord is in three glories the glory of the Father, the glory of the Lamb, and the glory of the angels, the glory of the living waters that is the second coming it's written in the word if you study it you must get into the glory into the water and annihilate your soul we're gonna drown this goat
0: yeah
1: hallelujah and just get so freaking fried on the joy of the living water when a person's in the actual living water and not some counterfeit from a demon spirit, their face looks like they've been fried in a skillet of hot oil. I mean, you will look flipping high. High, 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 high. So, this is not to condemn you that you're not in the water because you're already condemned when you're not in the water. It's not an issue of condemning. It's an invitation to the water. It's to shock the senses of the brain being like, oh my God. My face isn't like a skillet of hot oil. Where am I living? What what dimension has the demon spirit put my mind into that I'm not fried on the water of life all the time? It's like ear-to-ear grin all the time when your head is actually underwater. Remember Ezekiel 47? <laughs> There's an ankle deep water. This is the baptism of the living water, the baptism of the glory, levels of relationship with the Holy Spirit. A lot of people are ankle deep. That's where the masses are. We know the Holy Ghost is real. I speak in tongues, ankle deep, tongues, ankle deep, knee deep, waist deep. You know, when it gets fun, when you come to the point in the river that no man or woman can cross which is the total losing and dissolving and melting of the soul down in revelation 17 and 18 which is the end of your spiritual warfare amen Amen. there are water spirits they do come underwater jezebel is a mermaid a water spirit you will deal with stuff but you'll be victorious god has given you unlimited waters to deal with spiritual enemies some of the highest ranking demons the fallen principalities and that sort of stuff will operate in the waters. Okay, so every type of fish was in the water, Ezekiel 47. The Bible says that some fish, the good fish, had to be thrown out of the boat in the Gospels. He sorted out things in the waters. It's not all good in the water. You're in a world that releases the goodness of His water into a world that's just totally corrupted. So you're going to have to learn how to sort things in the water. When we're young in the water, we just think, oh, it must all be God. No, it's half Satan. It's half Satan. (laughs) And don't think that that's God. You have to stay in the water and sift and sort it out yeah. you can't just let the enemy scare you out of the water now I'm back in the dry boat though the water's crazy there's electric eels down there piranhas you go deeper there's treasure there's sunken treasure there's that's where the apostle ships and the mantles are you go down in the depths and the in the death of Jesus into deeper waters which is a deeper baptism in the death of Jesus, the death of Jesus is water. You can't be baptized in the death of Jesus as the Bible prescribes unless you're underwater and just bubble, bubble, bubble. Yeah. What's the bubble? Breathing underwater. That's what the bubble is. You got a what's a bubbler? A water bong. Some of you. Former potheads know what that is. Other other ones right now, I counsel for you to buy water bongs. So that you may be drunk and high on the glory all the time. But don't smoke any marijuana. Smoke the jehovah want of the Tree of Life. Yeah. Smoke the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Don't listen to the Pharisees that say you can't indulge to the point of getting ripped like a water bong on the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is not a religious spirit like most of the prophets. Most of the prophets have a religious spirit. Whoa. You need to abuse the Holy Ghost. You know what? You know what? The Holy Ghost hates when you don't use him as your drugs. When he is not your supreme intoxication. What does the Bible say? Your cup was supremely intoxicating. Yeah. If the Holy Ghost is not your supreme pleasure, Satan is 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. Which means if you're not getting high on the Holy Ghost, you're going to the devil, guaranteed 100% of the time. Amen. The Garden of Eden is the place in a realm where God is your high, your drugs, your intoxication all the time. The word Eden means pleasure. Eden is the Hebrew word pleasure, 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 where you're just getting ripped on the Holy Ghost. That's the place of the Holy of Holies when you're whacked on the glory. Of course there's corruption and perversion and people are new to this so all kinds of junks gonna be coming out of them that's not God but at least you're going after it. That is credited as righteousness for being bold just to get misunderstood. Junk's gonna be coming out of you. You will be sanctified. You know people get into the drunkenness and they're perfect. You see that junk. I watched people 2008. A lot of them were my interns. A lot of them started out with me in ministry. And all of a sudden, they come into the drunkenness, and they're perfect. But they're drinking alcohol. They're sleeping around with multiple partners. They're doing drugs. All kinds of crazy stuff, and it got worse than that. But of course, they have this doctrine that the demon told them. Now that you've experienced sublime intoxication, you're perfect. You don't even need sanctification. Drunkenness that rejects sanctification is the greatest deception I've ever seen. Because it's like drinking the promised land in the wilderness, and your head is a snake covering. (laughs) It's like digging a channel into Zion and letting the wine still work for an unclean soul and then just serving devils in the wine the wine will get polluted but you can take stuff from the promised land into wilderness ask Joshua and Caleb you're not living in heaven you're not living right with God you're living in the wilderness you're submitted to demons and you're just bringing in things from heaven things from the promised land you're bringing in the water you can go down to the Jordan River the river of life and leave the river the same day you're not right with God unless you live in the river You're not right with God unless you live in the vineyards, which is the constant practicing of His righteousness through the soul that most people in the drunken glory haven't lived yet. But at least they're going after it, you know? (laughs) You don't let it offend you. You just keep going. You know there's more. Until the perfection of holiness of Yahweh and Zion shine forth in sparkling crystal clear living water, so the enemy will try to pervert anything that you get into god anything that you experience in god he'll try to make it stale and stagnant and the brain will try to corrupt it anything that you experience from god will be perverted and corrupted by the devil guaranteed the issue is can you bring it into the water and not let the enemy shut you down when jesus christ sowed his perfect kingdom into people he came back later and said it had all been perverted. So the Bible says the sower of the seed, the parable of the sower and the seed, which means anything you receive from God, the enemy's going to come and corrupt. Guaranteed it's biblical. And if it's not being corrupted, it's it started with the devil because the devil will attack everything. And if you're not under attack, that means that everything you have in you is the devil. I've never had spiritual warfare because you're full of the devil. And that's why he doesn't need to attack you. You're no threat. But once you get into the Holy Ghost and you're loyal to the oil, faithful to the anointed one, you will be attacked. The enemy will try to shut you down. And if he can't and you're disloyal, then he'll smear and destroy your character. Character assassination. He'll destroy your reputation. Reputation assassination. Everything you've seen happen to Red Letter Ministries will happen to you. Welcome to the club. It's called normal discipleship. Anyone that chooses the path of the Lamb will go down it. Jesus Christ, Matthew chapter 5. If they treated me this way, they're going to treat you this way. The student is not greater than the Master. Jesus Christ, Red Letters, Matthew 5. You'll go down the same path of continuous mocking, misunderstanding, you're doing this for attention. You're you're acting. You just like you're just into money now. You're just you know whatever. You're into pleasure. You're selfish. You hear every lying demon constantly from those that are not living in the river. What was the experience of the spirit of Elijah? those that rejected the spirit of Elijah which was the prophetic path of the will of God of Jesus Christ they came down to the water and mocked the people in the water and the water spoke back to those that came down to the water and called them a brood of vipers you have chosen the dry place you have chosen Satan as your father that's what John the Baptist said to them because you reject this baptism you reject this river You will live for the devil and die for the devil. Who, the Bible says, who will save you from the coming condemnation? How will you not most certainly What did John the Baptist say? Go to hell. That's what he said. Because you're not living for the water, and the water is not everything to your fake following of the covenant religion, which in that day was Judaism, but it's the same application today to Christianity. If you're not living for the river, you're a child of the devil living for the devil's will. It's the same exact application. There's only one expression of God in the Old Testament, the river. There's only one expression of God in the New Testament, the river of life. Everything else is a total counterfeit. And as you go down in the water and dissolve your soul, it gets simple. It's not confusing. A child can understand it. Yieldedness to the Holy Ghost. My body is not my own. I'm not into dry religion. I'm into the baptism. What is the baptism? The water. I will let the water talk. I will let the water walk. I don't need to talk and walk. I have the water that do both. It's the Father, the water in me that does the talking. I only say what my Father's saying, which is what? The water speaking. If the water's speaking it on the inside, that's what I speak at Joel's bar every single day. If the water knocks me out, I'm knocked out. I won't show up today. I'm not gonna be here. You know, when I'm in a trance, The Lord will wake me up in trances in the afternoon, and I'll be at Joel's bar on time. Because that's what the water is doing. I don't have to set an alarm, I never do. I let the water control me through and through. That's what a real disciple is, someone who's fully controlled by the river. I don't have a day planner, I don't care about plans in the realm of the natural. I don't care what human beings are doing. (laughs) Everything human beings do is demonic. I care about what the river is doing. The river is my master. The river is your master, which is Lord. The river is Adonai. God is only manifest on earth as one spiritual substance, the water of life. The testing of this earth is what you do with it. I'm going to let it fill my temple and control this temple. He's going to transform me into a water temple. Each one of you will become an Ezekiel 47, which is a manifesting son of God. This is the corporate bride of Christ, is Ezekiel 47, but also individual temple, Ezekiel 47. That's what magnifies the water anyone not magnifying the water. I know they're a temple of dirt, dust, and demons. Yeah. You get around them and it's just dry. They heap dust on you. Yeah. They spit dirt on you. Full of snakes. Full of self. Full of Satan. But if you get around people and the water gets magnified and it becomes water part Christianity, you know that person is faithful to the Holy Ghost. That's what testing the spirit, that's what discerning of spirits is. Are they in the water or out of it? Which is, are you in Jesus or Satan? It's dry or wet. Two trees in the garden. One's living water, one's a dry dead tree. The tree that Jesus cursed. You will no longer bear fruit. I'm gonna tear down that tree. The promise of Christianity. The promise of the living water. To burn up the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which is soul's rulership over the human spirit. You know what, today God was speaking to me about the part in Revelation that says, and they will trample the holy place for times, times, and half a time. What is the trampling of the holy place? The soul trampling the spirit. It is the mocking of dry religion over the baptism of the waters of Noah below that are still mostly entirely mocked in charismatic Christianity or unknown. And so when you don't know, you often attack what you don't know. You always think you're right until someone comes around with a greater baptism and you realize you're completely wrong and you don't know anything. You're just judgmental and critical like the devil about new things you haven't experienced. And a greater humility will come to you through water. In judgment, days of Noah, which means you're going to be constantly sacked in baptism, baptized every single time, that knowledge puffs up, it comes before a fall, a fall where? A fall into the water, a fall into the baptism. A righteous man falls seven times, which is the sevenfold baptism of God's sevenfold Holy Spirit to live in water. And then guess what comes out of the water? Your Spirit over your soul and over your brain, which is the throne over the floods. Psalm says that His throne, God's throne, the throne of the Lamb, the throne upon the crystal sea, is over all the waters of humanity. If your spirit rises, you will share in His throne. That's the overcomer. Only the spirit part of you is overcoming. Overcoming what? Your own heart and your own brain. That's all you gotta overcome to be an overcomer of the end times. You don't need to overcome other people's junk, you're not responsible for that. That's just hypocrisy. The blame game. Jesus called it specks and planks. You're pointing out specks and others, but you got a plank in yours. You know what I had in mind today? Gold. I had gold in mind. I'm so transformed, instead of <laughs> specks and sawdust, there's gold dust in my eyes. Please heap your judgments on Red Letter Ministries. Just pour your judgments and your soulish criticism on this ministry, and I will pour on you living water instead. Living water. I don't have anything for anyone except the waters of life. You can come and drink. Or you can stay dry and stink. That's right. A little stinker. Little they're not fruit <laughs> testers, they're dry place. They're people that refuse to drink the water. They refuse to baptize their souls and lose control to the Holy Ghost. But we're gonna lose control. We're gonna kill our goats so that people can't even stand to be around us.
2: Yeah, that's
1: true. They'll still judge and critical. <laughs> be opinionated they'll have their own ideas go ahead. as you're playing in the water
2: <laughs> they'll
1: sit there and judge you the whole time <laughs> doesn't mean they'll leave you look at job they're actually they'll come when you go into water uh, and just say you're fake uh,
2: yeah.
1: the brown nose eat your face but stab you in the back secretly yeah. they'll despise you in their hearts oh, yeah. the Bible says Thank you're you. surrounded by enemies Thank When you're at the feast table of the Lamb of God. Psalms 23, the Good Shepherd, which means when you're being developed internally, (laughs) externally, guaranteed you're surrounded by the enemy. Every single one of you right now is surrounded by the enemy, but you have the Lord within. You have the waters within and the waters teach you everything. The waters are Christ himself, your teacher, the voice of many waters, the unction of the Holy One. You have God in you, and if you're inside-minded, you're taught of God directly face-to-face like Moses on the mountain, because the mountain is the mountain of fire that rises in your belly. Every single one of you can say, I've been discipled by God like Moses, otherwise you're not a real Christian, otherwise you're a fake Christian. That external discipleship's fake. You have the real Holy Ghost on the inside, and He's real. And your brain will burn and reveal God. Your brain will reveal that you have been with Jesus. And if your brain ain't revealing it, then you've been with Satan, which means you haven't gone deeper than your own heart. And God is calling you into a baptism beyond Babylon. Beyond Babylon. Your heart is Babylon. My heart is Babylon. Your spirit with Jesus in it is Zion. Beyond Babylon is going beyond the feelings and emotions of your heart into the Holy Ghost. And you can walk in the seven golden lampstands now today is the day of salvation in hearing the word the word is the invitation of your mind to go down in the water divine and he'll give you wine so it's less painful when you deal with everything in your heart which is the whole world the bloodline Adam's bloodline you're not just dealing with you you're dealing with all Adam and Eve in every human being's heart, (laughs) every single human being's heart. Hallelujah. So the circumcision of the heart is the peeling back of all the Adamic and all the Eve, evil, all the Adamic evil, which is Adam and Eve, of humanity into the spirit. And you take your brain into the spirit and you're transfigured by the renewing of your mind in the temple of your body, in the spirit, going deeper in the spirit, getting washed in the water. That's the knowledge of the glory that covers the earth as the waters cover the sea is the brain understanding the plumbing of the new temple, new covenant water temple. The new temple. Not church. Not even city. The only reason why it's city is because some people, as temples of that city their body, know how to release water, baptize nations, Mark 16. If we don't have that level of maturity in us, we're not being baptized and governed by Jesus, but it's governed by devils. Because of Christian immaturity, we're governed by devils. But we are maturing, and there will be a government of God that will have no end of the increase of his government and peace in you which is the water of life in you there will be no end you will drown external government you will drown your own sin and demons and soulishness and the water will rise in you and the water will rise in me and we shall rule over the flesh of humanity which is the great harvest of the end times once you conquer yourself you are given authority to conquer others but it's a living water conquering what is the control the washing over them love covering a multitude of sin it's love the rainbow of the seven spirits of god god's unconditional love you know judgment begins in the house of god this is the judgment yeah we've brought the judgment the last 15 years and it's just been crazy judgment every day we've seen just judgment upon ministers judgment upon Christians, rejecting baptism, rejecting the glory, wanting an easier version of Christianity, and them just getting destroyed. Handed over to their own intelligence, which is the greatest curse. When you're handed over to your own brain, complete and total rejection of the river of life. But some stay and drink. Gideon's 300. There is a remnant that has chosen for the water to be their head covering. Those are the only ones on this planet that know Jesus as Lord. If the water is not controlling your mind, you yet do not know the Holy Spirit as Lord, Jesus as Lord, or God as your Father. You might theologically, but you don't actually. There is something greater than knowledge, the experience of divine love that far surpasses mere knowledge without the experience of being controlled by the water. And we walk in the stuff so we can impart it into you. And that's why we want that we, this will drown civilization. It's real and it's kids that he's given it to. It's not going to be the ones that have it together. It's not the big mega ministries. This is not mainstream. You can't preach or talk like this in established Christianity. We've put this into most of the charismatic churches. They manifest Satan. They go crazy on us. You should see how they react to my teaching. In mainstream charismatic, even big God TV, even people that believe in signs and wonders, they weep and gnash their teeth. Satan is in the charismatic church. It's real. A lot of people in denial. But the devil loves charismatic church. As long as it's in buildings made by human hands, the devil's put a cap on it. It's not like the Holy Ghost isn't in there because the Holy Ghost is inside people. So there is a part of the Holy Ghost. But the cap and the levels and the heights, the width and the depth and the heights and the breadth of the love of Jesus that's in Christ Jesus is unknown unknown except by those that are set free that rip the roof off to come into a true open heavens and open heavens is a drowned heavens a new heavens where righteousness dwells which means your spirit out of body ruling over the natural dimension by drinking out of control a jerusalem without walls a jerusalem which is all the believers spirits releasing living waters New Jerusalem is all of our spirits knit together in wisdom, reigning over the natural realm, coming down as a scroll. Jerusalem is the bride of Christ, which is those who have overcome their brains. Jerusalem above is the Spirit group of believers who've overcome their hearts and minds and are living in the angelic realm, and the evidence is the knowledge of the glory of the water covering the seas. What's the seas? The nations. Uh, Seas in prophetics represents nations. So those in the knowledge of the glory who have conquered their own brain are ruling the nations. Ask, and I will give the nations as your inheritance okay we did that 20 years ago now what now you learn the knowledge of the glory now you get into the water and get totally free from Pentecostal religion and few can do it because it goes against all of your Pentecostal culture all of your charismatic culture it goes against everything of the human heart and mind there can be no self left in this type of relationship this is the actual hundredfold that Jesus Christ talked about Hundredfold means water only. only. You'll still have a voice, but it'll be the voice of many waters, and people will hate you for it. They'll despise you for it because of your internal union. You will test everyone's actual loyalty to the Holy Ghost because He doesn't care about the things Christians care about. He just cares about drowning everything in water. He cares about destroying this earth with water. Jesus Christ, what was His passion? I've come to bring fire to destroy the works of the devil, to destroy civilization as you know a fire. Oh, how I wish it was already burning. His passion was for destruction and annihilation of civilization to bring the kingdom on top of it. It will rest upon the total annihilation of everything you know in the world. And if you pioneer it, that's why they attack you, because you're going against the status quo. You're going against the norm. You're going against the wide path of destruction, the wide path of distraction and destruction. You're going against the dry place (laughs) with a living water gospel. Keep going. Keep raining. Irritate everyone around you. You are married. You are married (laughs) to Jesus. Keep him your first love. Don't let a spouse destroy your destiny. What does Paul say in the Bible? Let those that are married live as though they are not. Giving and taking in marriage is an abomination. We must become the bride of Christ. Married to another, it is written. Which means the water or get lost. If you are not serious about the living water, get lost. You will not destroy my living water destiny because of your lukewarmness, in Jesus' name. This has compromised so many before you, number one killer, unequally yoked marriages. Let those that are married live as though they are not. You just waste your time giving and taking in marriage. It's the satanic activity of the days of Noah. Jesus Christ said it. We will celebrate the water. We will be in the ark. We will not celebrate the animal, we will annihilate it. That is the priesthood of Melchizedek, the celebration of the eternal. Yeah. And if your relationships are not in the eternal realm, it was never real to begin with. Oh, Two will be sleeping in bed, one taken, the other remains. It is written days of Noah, which means a lot of people about to be taken. Just suddenly taken away by their own hooks to the demons that are under judgment. That's true. Amen. (laughs) But the ones that remain inherit the earth through water because we're anchored deeply in the living water and we cannot be taken. But many will be swept away by their own sin and idolatry. As you've seen in this ministry, suddenly they're taken and they can no longer walk with him because they're not anchored in the water. The water is not the priority, something else is. A goat idol, a demon god. That is their priority. That's why they leave the loyalty to the Gideon 300. The loyalty to the living water. Their heart is not in the Holy Spirit. They know it's right, but they won't commit. They won't become a disciple. So they choose the world instead. The ones that abandoned Paul. The Bible says it over and over and over that they have left him because of their love for the world. They were swept away. Paul experienced the waters taking away the idolaters. They were all born again apostolic believers in the first century constantly. Just like we have in this ministry. The ones that are loyal get anchored deep. You have the river in you. If the river is everything you'll make it through anything. But you will wash, and you will see many washed away before your eyes. There is a sword of judgment before your face yeah. to judge yeah, 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 yeah. the unbeliever. Yeah. Yes, To judge everything around you. All the idolatry. All the animals. And the ones that actually want God will have to get through that sword. Holy. Amen. Thank you, Father, for the sword and for the water. Yes. And for the judgment of the kingdom in the house yes. of God. Yeah, right here. Please yeah. drown yeah. all other forms of Christianity through this remnant of heavy drinkers. Holy. Gideons, I declare, Gideons 300 judgment.
2: You're
1: worthy. Gideons 300 passion for drinking for water they went up into the high places and they just drowned the low places and destroyed their enemies revealing how judgment works through drinking the living water loyalty living water loyalty is your true test in this earth to not get dry to not get distracted we will stay loyal to the water of life, to the river of life. He will control the water courses of my soul. Yes. And nothing else and no one else ever will, yeah. ever. Yes. This is first love marriage covenant. You're of- Only ones at this level of commitment will ever be in the marriage supper of the Lamb. <laughs> They'll talk about it, but they won't actually experience it until they have this level of loyalty and commitment to the river. Married to the river. In Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, for drawing souls to the water. The Spirit and the Bride say come and drink and get married to the living water. Married to Jesus as the water of life. This is your final baptism. He said His coming was in the coming of water. If you are in a marriage relationship with Jesus Christ, you are married to the water. The water is the Lamb of God. This is your celebration. This is your salvation. Now you get loyal to the water and make it priority. As a water temple, this is everything. Dry place is what's been killing you. Distracting you destroying you. Now it's water. A recommitment to the marriage of the living water, the river of life. That's what your bodies as temples were created for. That's a returning to original design. That's a returning to the Garden of Eden. Grant repentance into this river of life for every soul at my voice. In Jesus' name. And bless them in the water and let many come to them and get baptized in living water and learn the true expression of the new covenant in Jesus' name. Amen! Amen! Bless you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Amen.